Now streaming on Not The Podcast You Deserve. Welcome to episode 113 of Not The Podcast You Deserve. I'm Kyle with the two Drews, Drew with the U and the supposedly handsome Drew. And we are doing our now stream. Did you want to say something, Drew? No, with the U? You can say no, something. No, I you'd thought like. we were doing that as like a thing, but I don't think we've ever once done it, but I've tried it every day. It's never yeah, been good. So. Yeah, it's never. It's I'm not upset worked. that we've, we've started saying supposedly like that hurts. <laughs> i think when you name yourself the handsome drew First of i think all, the rest of us i don't can think i did supposedly. name myself i've been burned by this 100%. before wow. i've been burned before wow. by checking the tapes bro listen to our intro one time but i don't <laughs> you're the one i don't think that i originally said it supposedly think, handsome drew is very confident i think drew allen said he was drew with a u and then just realized he also needed to introduce me as something and then picked the most kind adjective he could think of. I don't think I came up no. with the name. I fully embraced it because, hey, why wouldn't I? <laughs> What's crazy is if that's not the case, and you all made that, like you made that whole story up in your head just now, and that's going to be your intro for like the next 10 years. Well, I've been living that lie for a really long time, if that's not what happened. I didn't just come up with it. I've been fully okay, convinced okay. of that for a Guys, while. we got mailbag to get through. We've got to go over some Emmys stuff and some information we got from D23, as well as talk about the stuff that we've been watching lately. Uh, so I want to jump right in uh, to Dale, reached out to us on Twitter. Uh, to, uh, in reaction to our episode 107, we were talking about best Jackie Chan movies. Oh, nice. And uh, Drew Allen... He uh, he went with the tuxedo, <laughs> and I think it's probably just because Jennifer Love Hewitt is. is in I, that movie. I bought that for him at a movie trading company for almost four dollars. I think <laughs> that is a terrible <laughs> movie. Um, and then also he reached out. We talked about Land Before Time last week or two weeks ago. Can't remember now. Um, and he just sent me an article um, that is about Judith Barsi, who voiced Ducky in the Land Before Time. <laughs> Then she was brutally murdered oh. by her own father, oh, no. and that is the title of this oh, oh, no. of this article, which I did not read. So shout out to Dale for listening and for uh, at least giving us some content to work through here, uh, which I always appreciate. So I didn't know that about uh, poor I Ducky. Think, yeah. I think we take uh, a tight fifteen. I'll go cry, and then we'll be back. <laughs> Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Um, and then, guys, the Emmys were a couple nights ago, and I don't want to go through pick-by-pick pick winner uh, for winner on everything. I want to hit some of the big ones for you guys. Um, Drew Crawford, Handsome Drew, supposedly Handsome Drew. Uh, Succession won Best Drama again <laughs> over Better Call Saw and lots of others. Um, so happy for Succession. You should watch it. Everybody should watch it. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel uh, about the fact that Better Call Saul has been nominated like one million times. And will that never, was my next one. 46 win. nominations and has not won. Jeez. 46 nominations or less four years and has not won. Sounds like they should try Which harder. Is, it's just kind of dumb because it's like is one of the best shows that's come out over the last five years. So the fact that it's still not winning is uh, pretty lame. Maybe they should try. It's in the drama series, isn't it? Yeah, I think they should switch it to a straight comedy this next season. Total tone shift, and well, it's over give now. Ted Lasso so that would be a run tough. Them. Okay, so we're gonna have to go hire <laughs> yeah. some editors and go and re-edit. Sure, clips. yeah. Um, Ted Lasso won for All best things. actor in a comedy again. Yeah, uh, Ted Lasso also <laughs> won for best uh, comedy series. Uh, Zendaya back to back 
uh, Best Actress in a Drama, and uh, she's the youngest two-time Emmy winner. Wow. <laughs> Emmy winner. Youngest two-time Emmy winner in the history of the Emmys. Wow. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm excited for her. Is that for Euphoria? Um, yeah, which I've never watched, and I don't think I ever will watch now that I have a daughter. I don't think I'm going to do that because I think they'll just stress me out when she's a teenager. Sure. And like knowing that I I saw Euphoria and this is what the kids are doing (laughs) these days. Um, uh, Then some other real quick ones. Uh, Lead actress in a comedy. um, Gene Smart won for Hacks. And I've never seen Hacks, but I've heard only great things about Mm it. For whatever reason, I just can't get myself to press play. Have y'all heard of Hacks? Have y'all watched it? I've definitely heard of it, and I have seen uh, previews for it, and every time said, that looks funny, and then uh, <laughs> I haven't watched it either. Uh, I haven't. I don't have a lot of room in my life for like brand new content right now uh, with football, sure. so it's either things that I know I need to watch or, ha- or like I'm already pot committed to because I've read the books or seen eight other seasons of them, <laughs> so sorry, I'm going to... I'm gonna do that, but uh, I have heard a lot of really good things about Hacks, and I do want. To I watch read it. like all of the the Emmy winners, and I still didn't know Hacks was a thing. I I got caught up on the White Lotus, which is something I had never heard of. That also won yeah. a couple. I was gonna read. Okay, yeah. there you go next. The White Lotus won a bunch. Um, and did y'all watch that? I watched it. And that, I enjoyed uh, it. Did y'all is watch it? Steve Zahn. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, it's it's a fun ride. It's also got um, that girl from Euphoria. Zendaya. Oh, gosh, I'm Zendaya. No, not her. The other one. Um, and it's got a, a Connie Britton's in it. Um, oh. The guy, uh, Murray Bartlett, is one of those, oh, that guy's. He's great <laughs> in it. Jennifer Coolidge also won for Supporting yeah, Actress in a Limited Series. Um, yeah, so I, I actually really enjoyed The White Lotus. I didn't realize it was going to beat out everybody else in the world, but I don't know who else is in the Limited Series category. Um, I, I'm... I don't know if uh, Under the Banner of Heaven was up for this year or if it would be next year, but I'm assuming it would be next year's Emmys because that should have won something at least. Um, So yeah, there's some good stuff from the Emmys this year. If you haven't watched White Lotus, I really enjoyed it and the rest of the world did. If you haven't watched Succession, you're an idiot and you should do that by now. Um, Oh yeah, and then the lead actor, Lee Jung-jae. From Squid Game. He won uh, Best Lead Actor for a Drama. Nice. Uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, and well-deserved, because that was an intense role. Yeah. He did a good job of, of being, like, slightly... Like, giving some humanity and, like, some levity to a hard character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and a relatability in a very unrelatable type <laughs> scenario. Yeah. Sure. Um, without him, I don't think that show works. And then D23 was last weekend. Just want to hit some of the big stuff to make sure we're all on the same page of what's happening. Uh, Matt Shockman, uh, who directed WandaVision, he is uh, tapped to direct Fantastic Four reboot or whatever we're calling this, uh, which I'm pretty excited about because I thought he was did a fantastic job with WandaVision. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really excited to see what he pulls off with Fantastic Four. They did not release any of the casting information, which is still... A huge pain I, in the butt. I think they should recast Chris Evans as Human Torch. That would be great. No one would see it coming. <laughs> yeah. um, they released uh, the cast for the Thunderbolts, yeah. uh, or at least the lineup, uh, with Yelena, Taskmaster, Bucky, Red Guardian, Ghost, Zemo, U.S. Agent. Uh, pretty excited for that. And then uh, Val, uh, uh, 
Louise Dreyfus. Jean Louise Dreyfus, is that her name? Julia Louise Dreyfus. Julia Louise. I knew Jean didn't sound right. <laughs> Julia Louise Dreyfus, that should be a bunch of fun. Yeah. Um, and then Crawford, we've been talking about Tim Blake Nelson, stumbling over ourselves talking about Tim Blake Nelson yeah. for a while now. Mr. Three Names. Mr. Three Names, he's coming back as the leader, as the bad guy for Captain America 4 New World Order, um, which should be fun. And it's I think they're saying MODOK. Time. It's only been like Rumor 14 that, years. Yeah. And the rumor is that Modoc is going to be in that as well, too. But that's not confirmed yet, I don't believe. Cool. So, uh, that should be good. And then apparently there was footage of Bill Murray in uh, Ant-Man 3 into the Quantum Mania-verse mm-hmm. or whatever they're calling that one. Uh, so I really wish I had seen Bill Murray, 100%. <laughs> wish I could have seen that footage. Um, but I'm sure it's coming soon. Yeah. So those are just the big ones that I had took, uh, wanted to make sure we talked about because I'm really fired up for all those things. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Ant-Man Quantumania. I think that's going to be a ton of fun. And I'm excited to see what they do with Kang and with MODOK and that. I think it may have gone over your head, Kyle, because you've known about it for the past, like, four years. But didn't they confirm Secret Invasion is where they're heading with the story? Secret Wars. Secret Wars. That was at Comic-Con. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they dropped a trailer for Secret Invasion, which looked pretty cool, with, I think, Amelia Clark's in that. And... uh, Who's the really famous British woman, Olivia Coleman? Sure. Nobody. She won like an Oscar. Like, did she play the queen and everything? Oh. Yeah, she's in the Crown. Yeah, Olivia Coleman. I nailed nice. it. Why did I? Uh, I always nail it. What am I talking about? Yeah, she is also going to be in Secret Invasion, I believe. So I'm excited to see Amelia Clark again, and yeah. uh, Olivia Coleman is always awesome. So there's some good stuff coming, and uh, which I, I think is, I think they did this at a good time. Because this is maybe a precursor to our next episode, but I kind of think She-Hulk is sliding on the on the, on the downward slide here yeah. of, of things I'm enjoying. <laughs> so I think this was like exactly the time for Marvel to come out with this stuff yeah. to get me excited again for for what's coming. Bucky being a part of Thunderbolts really intrigues me. I'm glad yeah. we get more Sebastian Stan. It's really good. Is that me? Am I? Yeah, I think so. I don't have a cat, so <laughs> was that a cat? Um, and then, guys, to to get to stuff we've been watching, I know I've taken up a lot of time, so I'm going to go real quick. On Hulu, there's a new show out called The Patient with Dom Hall Gleason and Steve Carell. Yeah. Um, I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I think Dom Hall Gleason can do no wrong. So when I saw he was in this, I was like, I got to watch it. It's like four or five episodes in, and I'm all caught up. And it's a real fun story. I didn't know anything about it going into it, but the first episode is awesome. The second episode is good. The third episode is meh. And the fourth fourth episode is bad. Oh, no. So I'm looking to see if they can pull this together. <laughs> but it's a really good performance by those two main guys. Um, and I don't want to give away anything. How? Although I think if I just read the tagline to it, I probably would have known what it was about. Yeah. How, how intense is it? Not very. Okay. Um, yeah, it's about a, a serial killer who decides to go and to a therapist. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And... It's not you don't it's nothing as graphic or anything like that. No, but point. I just mean like the trailer makes builds it up like there's going to be like a lot of just like silent tension and just like kind of like gripping your seat of like like what are we talking about? Like what's going to happen? Like it, like that kind of intensity oh. and drama. Is that there or is it more funny? Uh n- and neither. It's the middle ground somewhere. Oh, good. It's, yeah, you get, you get lost not, right in the mediocre middle ground. <laughs> sure, yeah, it's not like super intense, and it's also not very funny. Um, it's a good performance by those two guys, though. 
Um, and I'm a big fan of Dom Hall Gleason. I'm not even sure I'm saying his name right. I'm pretty no, sure I'm not. No, no, you're, you're nailing it. Okay, good. And then those that know me know that I could not care any less about soccer. <laughs> I, I could not care one iota about soccer. The only person in the world who could make me care about soccer is... Messi. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan oh, Reynolds. Gosh. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney bought a Welsh football club a year or so ago. Um, and there's a documentary now streaming on, I believe, Hulu as well. Yep. And it's coming out in FX. The Green Lanterns, right? Uh, no, no. Wrexham. Welcome to Wrexham. Have you watched it, Crawford? No, but I want to. Dude, it's so good. And I'm thinking about buying a Wrexham hat. Ah, and I'm thinking ah, about trying ah. to find a way to watch their games now. Um, it is so, so good. Um, like, it opens up with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney walking into this soccer field, which I'm going to call a soccer field and not a pitch. Because <laughs> um, I'm calling it soccer and not football. You not watch Ted Lasso. And, <laughs> yeah, and uh, Ryan McElhaney looks at uh, or Rob McElhaney looks at Ryan Reynolds and goes, "You know, there's a version of this where like we're the villains because like if we can't turn this around and we end up having to sell the team, like you know we're the villains of the story." And Ryan Reynolds just looks at him and goes, "Yeah, not nah, f that." <laughs> and then it like opens up and I was like, "Oh, let's go!" <laughs> it's really cool to see like the inner workings of uh, like how they bought the club and like Rob is straight up like, "Like I've got TV money, like I'm well off." And I wanted to buy this team, but then I realized like I didn't. I needed like movie star money, and beyond that, I needed like superhero movie star <laughs> money. Um, and then it just cuts to Ryan Reynolds. Like they, the way it's edited is really, really good, um, and it's uh, they don't really waste any time like getting to the story. And it, you get to see a little bit about the uh, uh, the Wrexham people that and how attached they are to their team. And someone who's a big sports fan, and I feel attached to my team that does nothing but hurt me over the last thirty years. <laughs> I, I feel like I can understand where these people are coming from and how much it sucks to see your team like not do well and just want them to do well. So it's a really, really fun watch. I hate soccer. I refuse to watch it. I love Welcome to Wrexham. So I would highly suggest. High praise. Yeah, what about you, Drew? Well, I haven't watched a bunch. Uh, still, I'm going to hold to Rings of Power, and I'm going to stick with it. I'm not sure very many should. Um, I was I was thinking <laughs> about it, and it's... If you could put yourself back in the space of when season one of Game of Thrones came out, like we all agree that it was slow, right? Like I'm not I'm not alone in thinking that that show started off slow. Oh uh, yeah. And I feel like some people like dropped off early on, and I think they're experiencing a lot of that with Ring of Powers also. But Game of Thrones did a good job of even though they had seven or eight different storylines going on, there was a main storyline to carry you through that first season at least with Ned Stark and his his tribe, and then kind of Rob Stark picks up the banner for a little bit. Um, you know, you have Khaleesi in the background and doing her thing, but I think Ring of Rings of Power has a problem of not really focusing in on one main storyline enough. So mm-hmm. just hopping around, and it just feels like nothing's really happening. It, I have only seen the previews and the commercials for uh-huh. it, and it doesn't look very well done. Like, it looks... It, it's... It doesn't look very the good. The production value is pretty good. There there are some areas where it's like, okay, so you, you just dressed up the, the background people in all of the same clothes, and it looks kind of sure. not so great. But I, I think it, they, you could definitely see that they put a bunch of money in it. And if you know, if you're like a super fan, I mean, I wouldn't even call myself a super fan of Lord of the Rings, but I know a bunch of the names that they're dropping. It's fun to get to see that on a live-action screen. 
But I, I, I do understand people not buying into this like Game of Thrones or House of the Dragon. Is that the cat? Is the cat wearing a bell? Oh my gosh, are you still hearing that? He, yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, after I'm done with my thing, I'm going to go throw her into the street. Um, the other thing, I talked with our super fan, Dale, and he was angry at me because my recommendation for Bullet Train was too lukewarm. He says it's the, <laughs> the greatest movie that's come out in 2022. He was upset that I undersold it. He said it was phenomenal, and he had so much fun watching it. So uh, another wreck for Bullet Train. Go see it in theaters. I think he said it's Smoking Aces plus John Wick times speed, which is a really confusing math problem for yeah, me. I get where he's coming from. I, I think that's a very specific for him of how he yeah. can categorize it. That's like a Netflix, you know, genre. Netflix algorithm right because there. Because yeah. you watched yeah. this, this, and this. We think you like this. But uh, it, it is a really phenomenal movie, and I think, like, one of the best movies to go see in a theater, especially right now. Crawford, what have you been watching, man? I have not been watching much uh, other than the things that we've been talking about for this podcast, so mm-hmm. I don't want to, like, ruin any of those hot takes uh, later on. But I did have a very interesting conversation with somebody recently I wanted to share with you guys. I was on a flight out to California and just happened to start talking to the woman next to me. And uh, her name is Pamela B. Green, and she is a director, uh, writer, producer, uh, and also creator for like digital uh, creator and cre- uh, creative director. Ugh. Sorry, I just said creative like 9,000 times. Quite a title, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just came up casually, asked about like what she does, and she said she worked in film and started asking a bunch of questions. Um, found out that she actually did a documentary in 2018 that has like one uh like at the Cane Film or Con Film Festival um she did a documentary about the first female director uh, I think it's called Be Natural uh so I am looking forward to watching that I just got home uh yesterday so that's now on my list I'm looking forward to watching that um I I shared a, a plane seat with a two-time Emmy nominated uh, that's cool yeah director so I, I had a lot of fun picking her brain asking about the the industry and hearing some fun stories and uh, some not so fun stories and uh, how movies get made and kind of all the the big steps that go that have to go into it even if you have this great idea um, you know you have to know somebody and get lucky and work on it for years and hope it gets picked up uh, it was it was really fun two questions regarding this plane three questions regarding this plane flight one, are you the kind of guy who like always makes conversation with the person you're sitting with on a plane? No, almost never. Crazy, if so. No, okay, almost never. Uh, I sat down and she said something to me, and so to be nice, I started talking, and then uh, it was just a really interesting conversation. Uh, two, does she want to come on the podcast? <laughs> I mean, probably not. Three, does she want to direct bracketology or patience? Patience. <laughs> wow. Uh, I. Are we going to talk about patience? Patience right here. In front of everybody? No, I don't have to do that right now. No, let's no, not do it. That, that's for us. Had to ask. Perfect. Uh, Crawford, anything else? Uh, no. I've been watching She-Hulk and House of the Dragon and excited to talk about those coming up next. Speaking of She-Hulk and House of the Dragon, coming up next. You stole my thunder. What's coming there. up next, God guys? Dang God dang it. It wouldn't happen to be oh, She-Hulk and House of the Dragon. If Don't you worry, know what's coming up next, 
tweet out to us at MTPYD Podcast. This is it. Gmail. This is it. I email quit. our Gmail at MTPYD Podcast at gmail.com. That's on Gmail at gmail.com. Gmail us. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs>